Slow Nick Mac, man, you're interrupting my game. Ride up. On who, bro? Bro, I can't hear you say that again. Ride out on who? I'm coming, give me two minutes, two minutes, I'm there, I'm there, I'm there. And guys, that's why the manager of Ikhwan Muslimin is a very no, dead. Yo, we doing, bro? Yo, we doing, my bro? Relax, man. What we doing, bro? You said it's a ride-up. Yeah, bro, but in the car, man. The show. Huh? Ride-up in the car, man. Just the clothes, bro. Often candy crosses Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu brothers and sisters That right there is a BMW M5 competition pack We've done the M4, time to step it up a notch Let's get into the car and talk a bit about the episode So what are we talking? 600 brake horsepower 750 newton meters of torque What does that mean? It means this car is an absolute beast You see all the other cars we've had on the show so far? They've got nothing on this Four wheel drive Although you can change it to four-wheel drive sport, more power to the rear, or turn off traction control and you can turn it fully rear-wheel drive. I don't advise you doing that. We tried it on the way here. I don't advise you doing that. With that said, let's get into the episode. Brothers and sisters, that's a mouthful, man. Welcome to another episode of Ride Out. As you already know, we are in the BMW M5 competition. For all you guys out there who love BMWs, we love you too. For all the guys who are AMG gang or you know Audi RS gang, we just can't seem to get hold of any. Well, we had the RS3. We're really trying to get a, bit, a uh, Mercedes. Uh, we did have one, but no comment on that one. That was uh, <laughs> so. Um, so yeah, so uh, this is another BMW. We've done the M140i. We've done the X5. Again, you haven't seen the X5. That was actually the very first video we ever did. Mm. Um, that might not ever come out either. It may. It might not. Those we're saving for like a rainy day. If we for some reason don't get to record an episode one week, we'll release one of those. So anyway, BMW M5 competition, by far the best car we've had on this show. Really? 100%. No shadow of a doubt in my mind, in my heart. Gosh, for Shubuhat, this car repelled all doubts from me. Unveiled. It unveiled. Yeah, like, it showed me, like, wow. And uh, we'll, sh we'll see why I, I, as we I, get in. I, guys, I don't really understand cars. To me, 
it all looks the same until one starts to shine more than the other. I'm just being honest with you. Yeah, and this car, we did get it washed, but because of the B-roll <laughs> we were shooting and it started to rain, uh, it's got a bit dirty again. But anyway, let's get into the episode. Today's topic is going to be Zinna. And What's Zinna, bro? Zinna is illegal. And But when I say illegal, I'm talking about in the Sharia, not in, you know, British law. Illegal sexual law, relations man. in Islam, basically. So illegal sexual relations, that means like either before marriage or then there's adultery which is while you're married and you're doing with someone else but we're focusing mainly on pre-marriage sexual relations right um, and the reason why that came to our mind is because this car is the kind of car people rent out on Eid and you know maybe go you know pick up a girl you know whatever and you know girls love these kind of cars but even and don't get twisted it's not something which is wrong like even I'm, I'm sure even there's gonna be practicing sisters you know who, who are practicing who still see a car like this and be like wow that's my dream car I would love to have that kind so of car so that's the kind of car with Mr. Wavy if he was in the front driving it you'd get a marriage proposal potentially maybe yeah but I mean the marriage proposal side of it that would entail that the sister's quite materialistic uh, if she's marrying the guy just for the car without knowing who he is no I was just plugging my boy Oh, okay, alright, cool. I'll, okay, I'll take it back. Yes! Yes! <laughs> yeah, Cut that it. out, someone. Whoever did it, My bad. I didn't realise what was going on there. I thought, let's be, you know, correct, factually correct. <laughs> so, anyway, so the first thing that I wanted to ask you, Imran, is why is it that men have the urge in the first place? Is it bad <laughs> to have an urge? to want to be with women as a man? No, not bad at all. Alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah amma ba'd. So um, it's very natural. Allah says, That Allah places inside of the men a desire uh, for women, right? Yeah. That men have a desire for women. So it's yeah. something very natural. Yeah. And in fact, it's, it's, it's actually something manly, you know? The yeah. Prophet sallallahu was the most complete man and he would engage in intimacy with his with his wives on yeah. occasion the Prophet Sallam yeah. I'll challenge the Range Rover Go on. okay on one occasion the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he um, he uh, was intimate with all of his wives in one day uh, he would do a hustle in between visiting each one I mean that I mean you know he was given the strength of a uh, hundred men sallallahu alayhi wa sallam so uh, it's definitely something very natural so the desire itself is not bad there's it's, nothing wrong no, no, of course with not. feeding that desire of for women not. of course the companions had the desire Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu would break his fast because remember breaking your fast you're fasting from food drink and intimacy right right so he would break his fast by doing intimacy with his wife uh -huh. in fact paradise was one of the greatest pleasures intimacy for men is yeah yeah intimacy yeah. no women will enjoy intimacy oh, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's not, you know, to answer your question, it's not bad to have desire for the opposite gender. So, the next point that I want to talk about, because obviously we've established that men had this desire for women placed in them by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? So the desire is there. But the next thing I want to establish is obviously there are people who go about it the wrong way, right? Yeah. So, we know that, that it happens, you know, people watching this know that it happens. What are some of the potential harms that can occur from zina, i.e. sexual relations before marriage? Imam Ibn Qayyim, rahmallahu ta'ala, has a great book called Ad-Dawa Ad-Dawa. 
and it's called uh, adda wadawa the sickness and the cure and it's all about sins mm-hmm. the, the sickness and the cure which is she mentions in there right mm-hmm. uh, and in there he talks about the sins and he talks about zina and he mentions uh, the harms of zina he says zina dismantles the good in this world and then he gives some examples of the good that he dismantles number one it's just this world it's not talking about the next life the calms and the consequences of the next life number one he says it destroys the lineage Who's the father? Who's the son? Does that make sense? Yeah. Not just that, okay, we know who the father is, but is he around? Is there going to be a single mum raising a kid in a block around crackheads and she's working uh, to try and make ends meet? So the hood raises him, so the block raises him, and then he turns around and does that to a couple other women and has a few more illegitimate children. Mm-hmm. And the cycle mm-hmm. continues until everyone is what? Just you, mad. You even had a Nasiha um, session recently, didn't you, where a sister said that. You know, she had to was forced to get an abortion. Yeah. Because obviously, why? Because of zina. Yeah. An abortion is haram, by the way. You know what I'm saying? If you can't, if you, you did the crime, so you've got to do the time now. Because you can't now do zina and then murder on top of that. Does mm. that make sense? Because abortion is murder. He says what it also does is that it also removes the protection from the private parts. Meaning, your private parts are have a protection, the protect, uh, a cut, which is shyness. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, if you were to... If, Shyness is like a barrier. Haya, modesty is a barrier that protects you from doing evil. So that barrier has been lifted now. So think about it. If I ask someone a question right now, even though both are evil, yeah. and crimes punishable by, you know, serious punishments. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but what would you rather your mum see? You fornicating or you stealing? Stealing. I think everyone would say, I'd rather mum see me steal. Yeah. If the one get lashed, one get your hand chopped off, right? Mm. Or one you would get stoned, and one you'd get your hand chopped off. The point is not that you take blow into your own hands. Blah 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 blah. Don't take that out of context, please. Don't be sneaky. The point is that <laughs> the point is that you'd rather your mum yeah. see you do that. Why? Because of shyness. Yeah, it's just embarrassing. Do you know what I'm saying? So then, so then we know that there is a level of shyness connected to uh, the issue of zina, where a person will, will there's some degree of shyness that protects you from doing it. So if you've gone into doing zina, your shyness is decreased. Yeah. Shyness is a barrier that protects you from sin, so that's removed from your private parts. And that's what the Prophet said. If you lose shyness, then do whatever it is that you want. Because trust me, trust me, trust me, trust me. If you can go around being naked and taking the way the modesty and the chastity of many women, then you know murder is easy for you and stealing yeah. is easy for you and all these other crimes and sins are gonna be very easy for you because they require less shyness than zina. Yeah. Does that make sense? Um, all the haram that was not happening, it happens because of it. For example, what do you mean alcohol that? happens because of zina. You know what I'm saying? People, people, people drink. You know what I'm saying? Uh, music happens. Free mixing happens. Lowering of the gaze happens. Haram money happens. Men acquire haram money to get the girls. They get drunk when they go out with the girls. Many sins are connected to it. Does that make sense? Families are destroyed. Homes are destroyed. Abortion happens, which is murder. Like yeah. it's not a sin on its own. It has it has many sins that are connected to it, right? Uh-huh. You bring corruption to someone's wife, someone's daughter, someone's mom, someone's sister. You've you've corrupted them. And remember that they may happen to you. That might happen to your mom and your sister, your daughter. So in fact, some of the scholars say one of the ways that Allah will punish a person who done this to someone else's daughter is that they may happen to their own daughter. Someone's sister, it may happen to their sister. Someone's not happy to their mum. Do you understand? Bro, it's so interesting that you mentioned that. Sorry mm. to interrupt you because I, I remember we talked about this not too long ago as well about the issue of. I mentioned to you that I remember a long time, obviously back in Jahiliya, mm. 
one of my boys must have called me. Obviously, the show's called Ride Out, right? He said, uh, "Bro, uh, you need to come. You know, Ride Out. Come back here because my girl's brother is trying to beef, man. In it, basically, mm. in it. So, so can I just pause it for a second? Cool. So you were the type of guy that'd be called out for Ride Outs in Jahiliya. No, but anyone would call but it anyone's friend. So look, look at that. Anyone he was riding call. out in the hood. No, but I'm saying anyone would call their friend. It's not Listen, necessarily Ride Out. Look at that, Allah. Beef sign for the sake of Allah. Replace with sign better. Yeah. He used to ride out in Jahiliya. Now he rides out in the in the M5 competition pack. These ride right? are a lot better. These <laughs> ride are a lot better. I can't can, I, can I turn the light on in here? Yeah, yeah, sure, you can. It's getting dark. So, um, so yeah, so then, yeah, so basically he called us, you I, know, I, whatnot. I um, I'm not sure, bro, I'm driving. I don't want to start meddling with things. Go on. So, um, so yeah, so then he called us, and you know, obviously, we, you know, we were it was local, so we ran there, whatnot. Anyway, whatever happened, happened. A few months later, same guy calls us. Yo, you man. Yeah, what not? Because this means to ride out. Oh, no. What this time, bro? What is that? Dad on to you now? He goes, Nah, my sister's seen a guy. We need to beat him up. Why? He's seen my sister. Subhanallah. But back then, it was just, I seen them all. <laughs> but now you think about it, and you're like, you, you think, bro, wait, yo, wait. So rewind, rewind, rewind. So when, when your girl's brother was getting onto you, he was this, he was that, he was this, that, and blah, getting in the way, he's not being an obstacle. But when it's your sister and she's doing the same thing, suddenly now you got an issue. Like the double standards, and yeah, this right. is so common. This is so so common. The level of double standards is just like it's, it's ridiculous. Well, like, you know, it's beautiful because it's the next point that Ibn Qayyim mentioned is that it's it's a reason for enmity to, to be created between the Muslims. Like you sleep around a man's sister, I hate you. Mm. You might want to kill you now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you sleep with another man's daughter, he hates. Her. It breaks up the Islamic Brotherhood. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. And of course, I mentioned. The, the killing of the baby and one of those. These are these are some of the the issues that come. Some, 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 some of the issues that come as a result of zina. Okay. So the next question that I wanted to ask, right? Because obviously there's people out there they've got desires. Yeah, and we established that already. There's nothing. Not, you can't take your desires out of you, right? So how do you go about? Dealing with those desires How would you go about Managing those <laughs> desires In the right way That's a fantastic question But can we leave that Towards the end Because I think At this point It would be nice to mention Some of the punishments Can I get into the punishments I, I would like to get into the punishments If you want to get into it bro, So there's punishment In this life Punishment in the grave For zina And punishment in hellfire For zina mm. All three mm. Very serious crime uh -huh. Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbar Rahimahullah ta'ala Said La a'lamu ba'da qatlin nafsi Shay'an a'zamu min zina out of the major sins, remember shirk is not a major sin because shirk is kufr billahi azza wa jalla. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And of course, bid'ah, as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa said in a hadith which is authentic, فَإِنَّ شَرُّ الْأُمُورِ مُعْدَتَاتُهَا The worst, the worst and most evil of things is the bid'ah and shirk is the type of bid'ah. Yeah. So now talking about sins, 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 mm. sins. Mm. He said, لَا أَعْلَمُ بَعْدَ قَتْلِ النَّفْسِ شَيْءًا أَعْذَمُ مِنَ الزِّنَا I don't know anything after killing a soul that is worse than zina. Meaning after murder. The next crime is what? Zina. Does that make sense? It's a very big thing. That's why the punishment for it is very severe. So in this life, the zani and the zaniya, the, the, the one who does zina, man and woman, they're divided into two. The one who is a who's a person who's married, which uh -huh. in English you call it an adulterer, of uh -huh. one who's not married. Okay. okay. The one who is an adulterer is stoned to death. Stoned to death. Okay. okay? They are stoned to death. Um, the one 
who is a fornicator, mm-hmm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentioned in the ayah in Surah An-Nur, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Az-Zaniyatu wa-Zani fajridu kulla wahidin minhuma mi'ata jalda. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, for the fornicating man and the woman, both. Mm-hmm. Both, both, both get it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fajridu kulla wahidin minhuma lash every single one of them mi'ata jalda a hundred lashes okay wala ta'khudkum bihima ra'fatun fi deen illahi in kuntum tu'minuna billahi wal yawm al akhir wal yashhad adabahuma ta'ifatun min al mu'minin three things Allah mentioned in the ayah look at Allah is very profound here very profound number one Allah said lash them a hundred times number two Allah said and don't have any pity towards them and number three, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, and let a group from the believers witness this. This is a physical punishment. Okay? And a social punishment. And also a mental punishment. Because what also happens is that they would have to be what? They would have to be exiled for a year. Mm-hmm. Exiled from the land, for a year. That, that's a mental punishment. A social punishment. And that a group from the community would witness it. Witness it. It's embarrassment. Yeah, yeah. And then the, the what he'll be have a hundred lashes. Mm. So why is it so severe? Because of deterrent. Stop to stop people from doing it. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. You know, this punishment in order for it to be carried out, four witnesses have to actually see it. Imam Ibn Taymiyyah said from the time the Prophet Islam up until his time it's never been uh, seen by four witnesses. And if I'm not mistaken, I think it was Ibn Baz who said from the time Ibn Taymiyyah to our time no one's ever done it. And there's, so no, there's no official record of it ever have been carried out. Properly. Yes, you know, like there are countries that claim to do things according to Sharia. People say uh, Iran does Sharia law. Iran is not Sharia. It's not even a Muslim country. It's a country. Uh, it's, a, it's a Shi'i country. Yeah. So, but the, 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 there is Ibn Taymiyyah mentioned no official. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, to the best of my my memory, it was him that said there's no official record from the time of Islam up until his time. It haven't been seen by the by the witnesses. Turn the light in the back off. And uh, and uh, Ibn Baz mentioned from the time of Taymiyyah to this time, but then people would give themselves in for the punishment. They would give uh, themselves in because of the I've regret that they had. Now look at this, Akhi. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala said, and don't feel pity. Allah didn't say that when it came to the the the, the punishment of the, the the thief or the punishment of what uh, the murderer. But here Allah said, don't have pity, even though you shouldn't have pity in any of them. You know why? Because you see, the crime of zina is a crime built upon ishq. It's a crime built upon love, okay. excessive love. Yeah. And sometimes people may feel sympathy because we all have a propensity towards that lust uh-huh. as human beings. Uh-huh. So a person might say, SubhanAllah, they did it out of love. So Allah said, Don't have any pity. Don't come at it like that. Does that make sense? It's a serious crime. You know, we look at, we, we, we romanticize love affairs. Allah, they were lovebirds, man, they just lost control. No. It's a crime against Allah and His religion. Does that make sense? So Allah said, lash them a hundred times and do what? Subhanahu wa ta'ala. He said, what? Let a group witness it, humiliation within the community. And number three, be exiled from the land. You're alone. You're alone now. You know, Does that make sense? It's crazy you mention that because these days, what? You know, people see Muslim haram relationships and instead of feeling that, like you said, no, no, don't feel any pity or don't feel any sympathy. Commenting below what relationship goals? Yeah. Oh, you guys are such relationship goals. Oh, yeah. I wish I had a you know, partner like you guys. I wish my relationship was like you Look guys. That. Like, that's how desensitized we come to it. Man. Sins, like disgusting sins. Sins 
for which, like you're going to see, look, 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 this is a sin that a hundred, like, let me ask you a question. 67% of Muslim youth in the UK are sexually active outside of marriage. Mm -hmm. So which means 67% of the people who are probably watching this are probably sexually active. So I'm talking to you now. Are you going to get lashed a hundred times? No, who's going to lash you a hundred times? That's what I was going to say, yeah, in the country we live in, those punishments you mentioned. So that's waiting for you on the day of judgment if you don't make Tawbah. The reason why people oh. will turn themselves in for the punishment, so pe the reason why some of the wow. people, yeah, do you understand how scary that is? Wow, do you understand wait, how scary? say that one more time, I don't think it dropped, I don't think the penny dropped for people. I'm saying the say that one more time. So, so the reason why the people turn themselves in for the punishment is so on the day of judgment, Allah doesn't punish them for it. Wow, so they're, fierce, they're thinking, like, nothing's happening to me, I'm calm, like, yeah. I'm alright, like, my situation's not that bad, like, nothing's happened to me, I'm not gonna get caught, I'm not gonna get, you know, any punishment for it here. But people will turn themselves in to get punished here because they didn't want to face the punishment on the day of judgment. On the day of judgment. And that's for one, by the way. You get caught once, it's a hundred lashes. How many times you might have done it? Does that make uh, sense? And then the one who does it and he's a married man and she's a married woman, they get an even severer punishment, which is to be stoned to death. Does that make sense? So this is very, very, very big. Now, no one's going to execute this hukum on you right here, right? Mm. Who are you going to turn yourself into? You're going to go to the police. They're going to look at you like you're crazy. And what? Mm. Go have a good time, crazy kids. That's what they're going to say. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So that's in this life. In the grave, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he saw a group of people that were naked inside of an oven. In the grave. And then there would be a fire lit between these men and women who are naked from underneath them and it would burn them. The fire would burn them. The Prophet Sallallahu said, who are these people? He asked the angels. They said they are people fornicated. We done zina, mm. people of zina. I can take a word fornicated. These are people who done zina. Mm. So in the grave, a person, think about it, will be tormented. Imagine hundred years until day judgment. It could be a thousand years before day judgment. Allah knows how many years it could be before day judgment. But inside that grave, all that time, that person spends being what? Allahu a'lam. How long? However long Allah rules, but that person could be spending so long in their grave being punished. Burnt, 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 burnt. And they say, the most painful thing that a human being can ever experience in this life is to be burnt alive. Nothing more painful than that. You know that? Mm, yeah, yeah, There's nothing yeah. more painful for a human being. To, if we're talking about the highest level of pain a human being can ever experience is to be burnt alive. And That's it's why to be burnt alive. The punishment of burning is only for Allah. Only for Allah. Humans, you're not allowed to burn anyone yeah. um, as, as, as a punishment, whether you're the leader or whatever. That punishment is only for Allah's punishment. Absolutely. Okay. Um, and then finally, we have the punishment. We have the punishment where? In the hellfire. In the hellfire. Allah The people who do shirk, the people who commit murder. The people who do zina, yeah. zina. Yeah. What will happen to them? Whoever does it, whoever does these sins, yalqa athama. He will meet athama. What's athama? Good question. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam explained in a hadith what athama is. He said that a rock which weighs a very, 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 very heavy weight. If it was thrown inside of hellfire, 
from the top. It would take 50 years before it reached the bottom. So it would take 50 years for this rock to reach the bottom. Okay? Yeah. When it reaches the bottom, it will reach where? It will reach a place called Al Ghay. Al Ghay. Uh, Ghay, Ghay, Ghay. Yeah? It will reach a place called Ghay and a place called Atham. What is Atham and what is Ghay? There are two ayat in the Quran that explain Atham and that explain Ghay. Ghay is in Surah Maryam about the people who left the Salah. And they follow their desires. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said very soon they will meet Ghayya. They will meet this place. They will come to it. Here in the context of Shirk, murder, and Zina, Allah said, athama. They will meet Athama. So these are two places within the hellfire. The companion asked the Prophet, what is Ghay? And what is Athama? The Prophet said that they are two wells inside of hellfire. In another narration, the Prophet mentioned, or rather from the Athar, in one of the other narrations, it's mentioned that Ghay and Athama are two valleys within hellfire. And there's a narration by Imam Hassan al-Basri which, which mentions Athama is Ibadallah, Adabullah, Kulluhu. It's the punishment of Allah, all of it. The punishment of Allah, all of it is waiting for who? The fornicators and the murderers and the, and the people of shirk. So Ibn Jarir Tabri said these three things. There's no contradiction. He said it's all of them. He said Athama is a, there is a valley, there is a well there, and it is where uh, all of Allah's punishment is going to be inflicted on this person. So for zina, akhi, a person will be in the deepest, deepest pit of hellfire. Remember, paradise is different. The higher you go, the better it is. Hellfire is different. The lower you go, the worse it is. This is the lowest pit of the hellfire. The lowest in the valley, well within the hellfire. Where Imam Hassan al-Basri said, Adabullah, the punishment of Allah, all of it, kulluhu. All of that punishment is going to come to this person. Akhi, imagine how big Allah's punishment is. Akhi, imagine, akhi, these people, what's going to happen to them? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So it's very, very, very big. But I don't want them to lose hope and I don't want to despair. So we're going to go move on to the solutions? Before I move to the solution, okay. I want to talk to them about Tawbah. Because Allah gave an exception. An exception to a people who do shirk. Mm -hmm. And a people who do murder. And a people who do fornication and zina. They do zina, adultery. Despite having done these three things, Allah will not punish them. Despite being so evil that in this life it requires it requires lashes. Yeah, yeah. In the grave being burnt, in hellfire being burnt inside with the lowest pit. But there's a way that you could do this great evil sin, no matter how great it is, and not get any punishment. Oh, oh, oh. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Illa man tab. The one who repents. Is that it? No. Wa mana. He comes with Iman. What type of Iman? This is the Iman of the Sahaba. The Iman of the Prophet. The Iman of the Salaf of Salih. Why? How was the proof? Allah said, amanu bi ma amantum bi That when you believe, you don't believe the way Allah said, it's not enough for them to say, oh, we believe like the Prophet believed. Allah said, the way the Prophet believed and the way his companions believed, then they'll be guided. The companions of the Salaf. Mm. So Allah joined the Iman of the Prophet and the Iman of the companions, the same Iman. You can't say, I follow the Prophet but not the companions. You can't say, I follow the Prophet and not the Salaf. No, the Prophet, the Salaf, and the Prophet, the Prophet is the same. 
So you, so you, this is important because you have to come with the correct aqidah, the correct aqidah. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. The correct aqidah. So, mantab, uh, he repents. Wa'amana, he believes. Iman, correct iman, iman salaf salih. Wa'amila amalan saliha, and then he starts with righteous actions. Three things. Look at this. Tawbah. Tawbah is what? Tawbah is to leave off the sin, to regret the sin, and to not go back to the sin. Okay. To leave the sin. Sometimes that means even leaving the people of the sin. To not go back to the sin and to regret the sin. To hate it in your heart, to regret it. Number two, he believes. The iman of the self is salih. Number three, he comes with what? Righteous actions. What will Allah do? Allah didn't say he will forgive him. Allah didn't say he will forgive her. He said, You badilullahu sayyatihim hasanat. He said he will take their evil deeds and convert them into good deeds. Akhi, imagine how big zina is Or any of these sins Any sin, this can be any sin by the way Allah will take it And he will convert that Magnitude of evil Into what? Into good Like when you go to a currency exchange And you exchange pounds for dollars Rupees for dirham Euros for Whatever <laughs> I was going to say francs but that was back Bitcoin. in the day <laughs> Yeah, currency exchange, yeah Allah Azza wa Jal will do what? Subhanahu wa ta'ala he'll, he'll, he'll exchange your evil deeds for good deeds So there is hope There is hope Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Tawbah Iman and good deeds But if not Wallahi it's a very scary punishment And we ask Allah Azza wa Jal to save us and protect us from it I mean, I mean So now I think it's important for us to discuss What are some of the solutions Action points Someone watching this right now Might be in a Relationship in which they're committing zina. And by zina, we don't necessarily mean actual, only actual penetration. It can also be the things that lead up to it as well. Although the punishments, obviously, we, we're referring to the actual act itself. But you might be watching it thinking, I'm in a similar situation. What can I do now moving forward to attain that and to stay away from it? Because I struggle with it. Yeah. But before we move to that, I just want to press two buttons in this car. Go on. So the first one's my favourite, second one's going to be your favourite. Okay? okay. So my favourite is... How do you know it's your favourite? I just know. So my favourite is this M2 button. Yeah? And it's basically, so far, up until now, we've been in... The engine's been in efficient mode. Suspension's been in comfort mode. Uh-huh. The ring's been in comfort mode. And uh, now we're going to put it into M2. And everything's going, everything is going to go into Sport Plus. Obviously, we're still going to adhere to the speed limits. Uh, we've got a national speed limit coming up. Uh, we're going to adhere to the speed limits of the roads that we're on. If you think the speed times. isn't it, I beg you to tell them. Yeah, no, we, we just accelerate very fast to the speed limit and then stop. <laughs> now, the second button, which I believe which I believe is going to be your favourite button, is just sit next to the two. There's a button there. Yeah. Just press that button. Don't worry, it's not going to eject you out of the car or anything. Ne- <laughs> next to the two, next to the two. This one? Yeah. Just press that button. Now? Yeah. Don't worry, nothing, nothing crazy is going to happen. But let's now continue. With the uh, solutions to the problems. Let me just enjoy this first. There you go. It's massaging me. It's massaging you, man. I love it. It starts off slow. Yeah. Then you're gonna start feeling it getting into into the nuts in your shoulders. And oh stuff. wow! You don't want to do this first, so I can actually enjoy it for a last. I want it to be a surprise, isn't it? A little little. Oh, I'm bad. Yeah. So go and show us what the car can do. I just did. I mean, we're out of traffic lights, so we yeah, can accelerate to the speed limit. But before that, do you want to start going talking about some of the solutions? Um, okay, so, look, like I said, Toba number one, cut off the girl, cut off the guy. 
Okay, alhamdulillah, so the solutions. Um, number one, like I said, Toba, number one. Like, Toba means cut her off, cut him off, block them off social media, delete their numbers, snap your SIM. Do whatever you need to do so you don't go back to that SIM. Stop hanging around with those people. Stop going to that place. If it's at work, leave it behind. Yeah. You know, some one brother I know told me that, you know, he fornicated with the girl at work. I said, leave the job. I'm saying, because she's on to him now. So, so none of that. Do you know what I'm saying? Do what you need to do in order to stop it. But how do you maintain your desires? That's what I want to talk about now, okay? Yeah. So there's a long-term solution and a short-term solution, okay? Mm. The long-term solution and the short-term solution. The long-term solution is to get married. Mm. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Anyone from amongst you who has the ability, should get married. Yeah. Get married. Do you understand? Yeah. Um, because it lowers the gaze. And it protects the private parts. Mm. It protects the private parts. Mm. So get married. Now, if you're working towards it, a marriage doesn't happen overnight, you're trying to find the right one, blah, 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 blah. blah. Some short-term solutions. Number one, mention the solution within the same hadith. The Prophet وسلم, said, if, you don't ha- if you're not able to get married, then upon you is to fast. Why? Because it has the effect of wija. Wija is basically what the Arabs in Jahiliya, pre-Islam, what they used to do is that when they wanted to ensure that their camel, you know when the camels would be on heat, for example, you know when the cat gets on heat, it acts out. So when the camel would want it to really kind of, you know, be intimate and, and reproduce, it would start foaming from its mouth and start being difficult. So obviously the camel herders would want to basically castrate the camel. And the way they do it is that they get two rocks and they would smash the camel's testicles. Destroy it basically. Oh. Yeah, that's called Wija. Oh. So the Prophet said fasting has the effect of Wija. Meaning, without having, without being castrated, it has a castrating effect. Meaning, your desires uh-huh. get... Uh-huh. Some people say, oh, I, fa- I tried fasting. Brother, you fasted one day. You fasted two days. You fasted for a week, for two weeks. It doesn't make sense. And even then, what? He said, I fast Monday to Thursday every week. Okay, bro, then up it. Do the fasting of Dawood. One day on, one day off. One day on, one day off. One day on, one day off. Who's Dawood? Dawood, alayhi salam. Prophet Dawood. Oh, okay. Yeah, the fasting of Dawood, alayhi salam. The Prophet said that was the best fasting. One day on, one day off. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, you do that. And it really, wallahi, it, it, it takes away the desires. Wallahi, it does. Wallahi, it does. Wallahi, billahi, it does. Uh-huh. It does. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That's something Allah put inside fasting. So it's upon you to do that. Do it. Not bashing, masturbation, is not a solution. Okay? Because if it was, the Prophet would have mentioned it. He would have mentioned it. But he didn't. He said fasting. Fasting will take away the urge to fornicate and the urge to masturbate as well. Does that make sense? Mm. Masturbation has its own problems And I've mentioned many videos on that And maybe we can link the video below Because I don't want to go into it right now But it's definitely not permissible When we explained it in the other video And da 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 Does that make sense? Yeah Another thing you do is you lower your gaze You lower your gaze Another thing that you do is You stop listening to this filthy music 
because mm-hmm. it encourages these things. You stop watching Netflix where you watch things or these things on YouTube or not, which are, which are going to encourage these desires to come up inside of you. You start hanging around the people of good. You start wor- seeking knowledge. You start worshiping Allah. And what do you do? You also you beg Allah. There was a man who came to the, a young boy came to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and he said to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, "Permit for me zina. Permit for me zina." Because mm. I that he, he he was his desires were so much like imagine coming to the Prophet and saying, Rasul, can you permit for me zina?" The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said to him, "You know, you know, uh, would you like someone to do that to your mom? Uh, would you like someone to do that to, your, to the women in your family?" And he said, "No." And then the Prophet said, "Well, other people don't like that to happen to their women either." So he got the point. And then the Prophet put his hand on his chest and he made dua for him. He said, Allah maghfir dhambah wa tahir qalbah wa tahir qalbah wa hassin farjah. He said, Oh Allah, forgive his sin. Oh Allah, purify his, uh, and, forgive his, uh, and purify his heart and protect his private part. From this, the people of knowledge, they took a benefit. Why did the Prophet make these three duas? Mm. Forgive his sin, purify his heart, protect his private parts. Because this is, the le- this, is, this is the chain that leads to the private parts being haram. Number one, you do a sin, you look at a woman, ah, oh, you shouldn't have loved a mm. Number two, the heart gets corrupted. Yeah. Because of the sin, it has a black dot on the heart, the Prophet said. And number three, what happens? Now the heart is covered with sins and darkness, it goes and it fornicates. So you, so this, the three-step process, you ask Allah to protect you from it. So you make the dua yourself. Allahu put the dua for you below. Make this dua every single day. Allah Allah forgive my sin. What did you look at? There's a reason that your desire is popping up. You looked at some haram. Allah purify the heart because the heart got tainted because of the sin. Wahassin protect my private part. Ask Allah because you will not look look, look, look what Yusuf alayhi salam said. Look what Yusuf said. Yeah? He said, وَإِلَّا تَصْرِفْ عَنِّي كَيْدُهُنَّ وَإِلَّا تَصْرِفْ عَنِّي كَيْدُهُنَّ وَإِلَّا تَصْرِفْ عَنِّي كَيْدَهُنَّ أَسْبَقُ إِلَيْهِنَّ بَأَكُمْ مِنَ الْجَاهِلِينَ He said, oh Allah, if you do not divert their plotting and their planning away from me, I'm going to what? I might fall into it. Look at this. Yusuf is making dancing. Allah, if you don't say, because the woman wanted to do zina with him, right? This is the Prophet. All the woman wanted to do, he said, وَإِلَّا تَصْرِفْ عَنِّي كَيْدَهُنَّ he said, if you don't divert from me, they're plotting, Ya Allah. The women, they want to do zina. You know, I may be inclined, I might fall into it. So you need to beg Allah to, 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 to protect you from it. So these are the solutions. Tawbah, number one, cut it all off. Number two, what? Fast. Number three, lower your gaze. Number four, make dua to Allah. And number five, just come to the deen completely. Worship Allah, Iman. Salah, salah. Sorry, number five, salah. Allah said, inna salah tatanha wal munkar. The salah, it prohibits you from evil and munkar. I always said I never made an active decision to stop free mixing. I started praying. Automatically, I stopped free mixing. The salah prohibits it. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. People say, oh, but I pray. So pray your sunnah then. I pray myself. Pray in the masjid then. Mm. Up your prayer. A, there's always a level to upgrade. But, and it will prohibit, prohibit the evil, trust me. Barakallahu feek. Jazakallahu khairah. That was a nice episode, isn't it? What's the, uh, what's the massage saying? Enjoying it, I can't lie. Can you feel it properly? Like, is it doing bits or is it because like, there's different settings in it? I'm not sure yeah, what it's doing. You know me, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a kind of guy I like it. I like the look, look, I'm be honest with you, it's not really my type. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Why is it not your type? <laughs> like, I'm not a car guy, uh-huh. so it's I'm not really a car guy in the first place. Yeah, so I know all the brothers like, might be offended. And I hope you know, consulted their dream car. So, what's like a what's if you ask what, me, what don't what is it that? For you defines a good car. Okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you something for me. From my ignorant, non-knowledge of car thing, I have, I have two dream cars. 
we've you mentioned that in the previous episode. Did I? Yeah, S class and a G. But that, I think that was in the X5 one, which might not have been released. No, no, no. It was in it was in one of the recent ones that was released because someone even commented. I remember saying oh, okay. we need to get him running a G. Yeah. But my question is, is what for but you? Can I do what kind of G wagon though? What colour G wagon? No, what kind? Or what kind? A Brabus one, man. I have to get someone to uh, remember. We met those brothers in Dubai. Very nice brothers. Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. brother. When I saw that, that car looks like that car is ready for a matting. Like that car looks serious. But what oh, is it about this car that you don't like? Uh, it's not that I don't like. I just I, I can't. I don't. I can't appreciate. Like I can't appreciate it personally. Like I just I just don't appreciate it. I'm so sorry for you. <laughs> I have pity for you, in my heart. You said it's a hundred racks. This car, right? This car costs a hundred racks. I don't understand. To me, I'm saying if the car costs 100 racks, it should be a G wagon. That's exactly what it's like. Or it should be an S class. Guys, my uh, petrol heads out there watching this, comment below. Let him know. You know what? Like this video. If you think this is a nice car, like this video, and let's see if this car, if this video gets more likes than can any I, can other I tell video you, that we've ever done. Can I tell you what car I like better than this? Go on. I'm some as Audi. The S5. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that car was sick. So you prefer an S5? Over an M5 competition. It's the way it looked, and like when you open the door, the little Audi sign come on the floor at the bottom, and can't lie, it's nice. Maybe it's because you drove it on comfort mode. I don't like the comfort mode. I'll be honest with you. I like I like the mad thing personally. I thought let me make it a surprise in it, like come out comfort mode, and it's, it's nice when you're cruising. Yeah, you're right. You're conversation. Right. Obviously for the cruise. You want to yeah. be in comfort mode. I tell you what, I did like. I like the M4. But that was because it was convertible, though. Yeah, I enjoyed that car. For like, if we had the non-convertible version, it'd be the same as this. No, but even when it was over, it was nice. I can't lie. Why? How was that? How was that nice and this not? Tell me. I don't know. Oh, you were dilemmatic in that car. Oh, okay. I think I know what the problem is. Go on. This car is all-wheel drive. That car yeah. was rear-wheel drive. Yeah, okay. But this car, you can make it rear-wheel drive. Oh, really? Yeah, but I did it earlier. We're doing that, like. we're doing that, we're doing that. Uh, but you're not gonna crash, are you? No, shut up, I mean, Allah, okay. Allah knows best, you know, Allah <laughs> is the. Uh, so you've got four wheel drive sport, which means more power to the back and less to the front, and then it's got two wheel drive. Okay, do the two wheel drive. You sure, yeah. So I'm not gonna do anything too, too mad. Well, I can already feel it, I can't lie. <laughs> but you can already Yeah, feel there it. you go. Yes, there you go. Are you sure, Ak? Yeah, that was fun, I can't lie. Are you, you sure, You, you didn't feel that. You felt that, Abbas. Are you sure, Ak? Abbas, you felt a little kick there. Yeah. You felt that little no, kick? No, I forget the kick. I felt the wheel spin out just there. <laughs> Is that dangerous? I told you. As in, if you, if you do it like on a mad thing, then yeah, but a little, little, little two-two thing there. But if you go around the corner like this now, the car's getting sideways. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying this car was built like, it's got the... This like this could be a family car. This could be your saloon. Put it in comfort mode. Everything four wheel drive. Drive it around. Do the school run, and then bang, just turn right onto a track. Put everything in sport. Two wheel drive. And you're doing donuts like all day long. Really, bro. Just, this car, it's like it's like it's just it's just it, it's so diverse. If you get a Lamborghini, it's a sports car all the time. You're there, you're getting over bumps. But like at least this. you could do everything you want to do. This you could do. Like, like I said, in comfort mode, you don't even realize how, like you're just. Cruising. I like you said in BM, can we get a video from BMW or something? They're gonna sponsor us, like, come on, or give us an affiliate link. You feel even BMW or any of these big corporations are ever gonna try to sponsor us, come on. No, it was, it, it was, but it, it was a joke. It was a joke. Our Muslim brothers and sisters watching this, if you guys have any links to any nice cars, it doesn't have to be a BMW 
could be a you know an AMG. You really want to get an AMG, ideally a 63. If not, we'll take a 43 or one of the 45s, you know, CLF. Oh, just give AMG me a 5. nice S class. You want me to scream, but I just want an S class, really. If you got an S class, you know, a G wagon, um, yeah, a G. Oh, uh, no, but that we're saving for uh, yeah, don't oh. try to chat to what we're doing. Chat to what else I like. We've got big plans for Ryder coming soon. Can, can I tell you what else I like? What else do you like? I like the Bentley Bottega. The gold mm. colour one. You know the gold, you know what I'm talking about? I haven't seen the gold one, but I can imagine. It's like gold and white. Or orange and white. I don't know. Uh, it's probably just like a colour scheme, isn't it? But the Bentley Bottega itself is a sick car. Yeah, that car is nice. Inshallah, we're going to drive one of those in. <laughs> no, no. Do you remember that? Do you remember the clicks? From where? Oh, you don't remember? I have to say off camera. On that note, brothers and sisters, we'll end it there and see you guys on the next episode. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Peace. By the way, sorry, sorry, before we go, one last thing I wanted to mention. People say that I don't pay attention, brother, I'm driving. Like, obviously, when I'm driving, I'm going to be focusing on the road and then acknowledging what he's saying by saying, yeah, or mm hmm, mm hmm. And then I'll jump into the conversation. But sometimes it looks like you really Sometimes, yeah. I mean, sometimes, I'm not going to lie. I put my hands up. Sometimes, I mean, I shouldn't really be putting my hands up when I'm driving, but sometimes, like, the car just takes over, innit? Like, Definitely don't put your hand up when it's the two wheel drive. It just, oh, yeah, we're still in two wheel drive, innit? What's the difference? Yeah, no, no. Go on, do it, man. No, no, no. No, no, no. no, no, no I'm mad irresponsible. I learned my lessons, like. <laughs> I don't know my lesson. But yeah, we'll end it there, inshallah. Right. See you guys on the next episode. <laughs>